Resuming. Weird. World. Order. Broadcast. Dynatherms connected. Initiating broadcast signal in... Ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, this is the Nerd World Order broadcast. I am the man that you call Dukes, and to my right, it's all about the... Booyah! What's up? It's your boy, Joe, baby. And to my other, other right, weighing in at 178 adamantium-filled pounds, coming straight out of Krakoa, Alfonso X-Man Flores. What is the woods? We will get into the woods today discussing Gen V, which is, I wouldn't say a spinoff, but, you know, people are trying to call it a spinoff. It is a continuation of the boys series on Amazon. So far, I'd say if I look at the stats, uh, let's say it's got an 80% on IMDb, 95% on Rotten Tomatoes, but what really matters and what brings us to this conversation today is only 72% of viewers like me and you, or like Joe, find this show to be a good show. So what we're going to do today is have a spoiler-filled conversation about the new Amazon series, the first three episodes, Gen V. We're going to be full of spoilers. We're going to be giving you a full understanding of this show. Uh, so before we get started, we want to bring you up to speed, tell you a little bit about who are the characters, what they do, who's compelling, who's not. Alfonso X-Man Flores, can you open the floor up by explaining to us who the characters are? Quick rundown. Certainly. Um, first of all, we have the, the lead of the show, um, Jazz Sinclair. She plays Maria Monroe. We're still workshopping a code name for her, but I like the, the one Andre came up with where he called her Bloody Mary. Um, basically she is a bloodbender straight out of avatar. Yeah. You know, um, it's, it's, uh, an interesting power to come across when you hit puberty as a female. Um, yeah, that, that, that just killed her parents. It was awesome. Um, then next of, uh, on the list, we have Chad's Chaz Perdomo or chance Perdomo. Um, I recognize this kid. I'm like, what is he from? He's from, he was on to Sabrina, the, uh, not Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, The Chilling Adventures of, of Sabrina. Did either of you guys watch that? That yeah, was a pretty cool WB no, show. No, not at all. No. <laughs> he plays Andre. The, the, was that the first one? Like the one from a long time ago? Yeah, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. The the one that was, it was recent. Well, I don't know how recent it was. Probably five, six years ago. Oh, okay. he, yeah. yeah, WB tried to do it right before Riverdale, I think. But anyways, yeah. he plays Andre Anderson. He's a legacy. Um, and who he is, his his dad is a superhero, I believe, named Polarity. And he's supposed to take over the role of Polarity. Uh, like a little nepotism going on there. Um, and then you have uh, Lizzie Broadway. Uh, this is Marie's uh, roommate. She plays Emma, Emma Meyer. Uh, she goes by Little Cricket. This girl can shrink down like Ant Man size, and she she uh, has a YouTube channel where she fights her uh, her gerbil or hamster. Uh, it's pretty fun. Uh, it's pretty sick the way she actually shrinks down. Uh, maybe we'll get into that later. Um, 
then we got Maddie, Maddie Phillips playing Kate Dunlap. Uh, Kate, and according to the Wikipedia, is a mind empath. Uh, she seems kind of like, you know, a telepath where she can actually touch somebody on the shoulder and give them a, a suggestion and then they'll pretty much do it. And she's pretty mean with the things that she can do. <laughs> uh, then we have, um, what is it? Connor, Thor, and Derek. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Man, I can't read my own writing. Uh, the girl's last name is Thor, which is awesome. And the, the guy is Derek La. They both play Jordan Lee. And Jordan Lee can switch back and forth between a woman and a man and when she is a woman, she has energy blasts. When she's a man, she's invulnerable. So it's kind of cool. She has two different powers, but she can't access the other one unless she switches. But she's pretty quick on it. He's pretty quick on it. They're pretty quick on it. Um, after that, we've got Asa German. Um, actually, I probably should have saved him for last. He plays Sam Riordan. Uh, he's that crazy kid, um, the one trying to escape the woods. Um, a bro also brother to uh, Luke Riordan, uh, golden boy. Luke Reardon, I did not realize this till today, is played by Patrick Schwarzenegger. Very famous name there. A lot of letters. <laughs> famous dad of, you know, the Terminator. But uh, yeah, he plays Golden Boy, basically set himself on fire. Unfortunately, he hasn't been able to uh, come up with some clothing yet that would not catch fire, like the uh, unstable molecules of the Fantastic Four for the Human Torch. But uh, they were coming up with one, but um, they're not going to need any more. Then we've got uh, Clancy Brown, who plays Professor Richard Brinkenhoff. He, Clancy Brown, I mean, everybody knows his voice. First of all, I mean, you should know him from The Highlander, where he played the Kurgan. He's like, I got something to say. It's better to burn out than to fade away. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Um, and then you got Shelly Khan, Indria Shetty. Um, she's the dean and also a therapist, and she's the one trying to take Maria Monroe under her wing to help her show the way. So that's pretty much the cast. You got a lot of people here and there with different powers. I mean, there's a really cool scene with Golden Boy where he's fighting some other dude. He rips his arms off. You know, in this college that they're in, it's not a high school. It's more of a college. Everybody is fighting to be number one. So there's a ranking system. Um, Marie Monroe comes into the school as a freshman and immediately gets ranked sixth place. So it's unheard of for a freshman. Um Golden Boy's number one until he is dethroned. We can go more in the ranking system later, but that's pretty much it for the lowdown of everybody with the exception of here and there. <laughs> that is a pretty awesome overview. Thank you very much for that, Alfonso. My first question, which is not really related to the show, but I saw the Schwarzenegger name, you know, in the credits, and I thought to myself, what are the chances? <laughs> so that is actually the son of Arnold Schwarzenegger? Um, I didn't look it up, but I'm pretty sure he was also in a, um, he was in some kind of zombie movie with a bunch of, uh, a bunch of, uh, Boy Scouts. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's him. Um, uh, I didn't realize he was so old now. I'm going to have to look that up later. Yeah. Yeah. He's the son. He's the son of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Son oh, of a Schwarzenegger. That's pretty cool. I like, he didn't visibly resemble Arnold Schwarzenegger. And so I was just like, nah, but hey, that's pretty cool. You know, yeah. that he is getting a pretty nice role apparently though. And like I said, full of spoilers, he wasn't around too long in this show. <laughs> I, I was, I was impressed with his acting though. I think he did a really good job. You know, he was a very lovable character that, you know, of course he was ranked number one and everybody was looking to him. Everybody wanted to be, be him or be with him. That's pretty much the way it went. And, uh, 
I think he played it really well, and I think there might be big things to come for him. Hopefully the X-Men. Yeah, yeah, we could certainly hope so. He could play... Are there any flaming X-Men or fire-powered X-Men? Well, you've got Sunfire, but he's he's Japanese. We can't take that away from him. Okay, uh, Firestar. Because you got Firestar and uh, microwave powers, not necessarily fire. But I think it'd be a cool turn have him play Iceman because then he goes from hot to cold. I could dig that. Could definitely go for that. So I'll tell you my initial thoughts going into the show before you know I actually watched it. I felt like it was going to be a good show, but I would say I'm kind of getting burned out on the boys. Like, cause I felt like the last season they just kind of it was a lot of fighting. It was like, oh, now this person has powers, and like I felt like the story was pretty weak. So. I went into this being a little bit burned out on the boys and not expecting very much. How about you, Alfonso? Oh, not me, man. I, I can't get enough of the superhero stuff. Um, the the, la- the latest season of, of the boys was not as good as the first two. I think there's three seasons already. Um, I, it was still, I mean, I still had a great time with it. There, you know, there were some instances they could have probably like shortened it or, or, you know, cleaned it up a little bit. But, you know, you had a, uh, yeah, what was his name? The Patriot. Um, oh my gosh, what was his name? Soldier anyway, Boy. Soldier Boy. You know, so he he did a great job. You know, from um, from the Winchester. I'm not sorry. Those supernatural. Uh, Jared, not Jared. Is it Jared Pitalecki? Nope, that's the other one. That's the tall one I ran into in San Diego one day crossing the street. No. Anyways, Sam. No, Dean. He was Dean. That's who he was. Man, my mind is all over the place today. But no, I, I really, I didn't get too burnt out over it. Uh, I, I did see a little bit of a lapse, but I still was pretty happy with the whole thing. And Joe, how about you? What were your expectations going into this? Not high at all. Um, to me, it, there's too much agendas going on that I think personally, there's agendas that are in the show that they're trying to target. I can see the agendas and it's kind of annoying. I thought the acting was bad. It reminds me of like all the CW DC Arrowverse. That's all that is. It's that with violence. They're like, oh, we make these DC shows on um, CW and the ratings are going down. How can we make it better? Oh, we'll just kill people. We'll just show private parts and have a little girl roll up and down it like a stripper pole that'll get them in kids this have bloods and guts everywhere let's keep the same story though because they they sure love these love stories let's have best friends just make out with their girlfriend right after they die a day later that's cw with violence so as you can tell Joe's in that 28% that didn't like the show. He probably he probably created like some burner accounts just so he could go on Google and vote, just so he could lower the score. He's like 80%, not after I'm done. So dude, dude, dude. Alfie, how, how you're not gonna be like, oh, so now we're gonna have a rogue, but she's gonna be like a Professor X. So instead of stealing powers, she can manipulate their mind. Let me take off my glove. Get out of here, dude. Stop it. Stop it. Agendas, man. There's agendas. You know, like there's agendas with the they. There's, it's, a, it's an agenda. However, 
even though it is an agenda, I do like how they, if she's a man, she has a different powers. And if she's a woman, she has different powers. I do like that. I like how they did that. I thought that was okay. But the whole, you know, hey, they're not going to, I'm not going to be number one because they don't like us. You know, it's just like, that's an agenda to me. Like it's, she's the real hero. She's the one that stopped them. And then there's another gender. Oh, let's just have a sister this time still. Every glory of the white man. And be the number one. Now it's like rolls reverse. You think I'd be happy with that, but nah. I see what you're doing. You know what's funny? At first, violence CW show. <laughs> at first I was kind of like, really? She's going to be that type of person who just steals the limelight? But then after she listed all of her complaints, like, hey, you tried to not even let me be a part of this. You tried, you didn't want me to be here. And, you know, you did this and you did that. You guys left me in the club after you killed somebody to take the fall. And I'm like, you know what? She's right. Why would she? I mean, yeah, you're going to be the good guy, but why are you going to, you know, take a fall for them? Why, why, you know, hey, let me explain why. On you? This is why, bro. Oh, what? I'm going to prove to my sister that I am better, but then you're going to lie and say that you're not. So how are you proving to your sister that you're a good person and you're not a monster and yet you become a monster? See, that way you have room for character growth. Lazy writing. I do have to agree with Joe on one thing and then everything else. I'm in that 78% that feels Joe's wrong. Um, everything that this Joe does is everything that people complain about with marvel and i mean like everything uh the positioning of the african-american female as the lead that's cool i don't have anything against that but if it were on a marvel movie show it would be uh categorized as the woke agenda or having a transgender character who to joe's point they are just freaking awesome. I like the character. I like uh, her backstory. I like the drama she has with her parents. And her powers are just so cool. Because I'm thinking like, okay, have I ever seen a character that has different powers based on their gender? I don't think so. I know there are characters who might have different powers based on their form. But it's pretty cool. I definitely like that character. But I can see Joe's point, and it didn't bother me as much as Joe. I feel like this is another one of those shows where we're not the target audience. There's a reason why these are college-age kids, because they're trying to appeal to, like, let's say, the high schoolers up through, I donh 25, 30-year-olds. So I feel like... We can't exactly relate to these characters because our days of teen angst are far behind us. You know, to be honest, to, to, to that point, if they're 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 trying to make it to where you're gonna ch you're cheering for the agenda to get their rights, and you know what I mean. I see what they're doing. If they didn't do that. And just focus on the character to your point with the, you know, uh, the dialogue between her and her parents, you know, the dad not accepting her. I'm okay with all that. 
her switching back and forth to a man and woman. I'm okay with all that. With the powers, um, dude, I think that's genius the way they did it. I like how they did that. But for them to make you, I don't, I feel like they didn't have to say, hey, look, I'm not getting there because I'm this. You know what I mean? Like that's for me, that's kind of like pushing something on me to where I'm already cheering for this person and what they're about. You didn't have to throw that in there, in my opinion. Alfonso, I'm going to throw the question over to you. Do you feel like they were right, though, that a transgendered hero would not be presented to the masses as a number one? Well, I mean, yeah, I could I could definitely see that. I mean, the, the thing of it is there's always going to be prejudice. You know, as soon as somebody starts to become more accepted or or more normalized or or, you know, there's always going to be something else that's going to, you know, that that people are going to focus on because there's always going to be something that's different some way or another. And eventually we're just going to start picking on aliens, not the ones who cross the border illegally, but I'm talking about aliens from outer space because they're here. Right. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's like even in this perfect society with all these people having all these powers, you know, there is still some kind of prejudice. And and where is it going to be? You know, um, and I, I guess that's just the way they're going. But even when they were when they were talking about the African-American um, male and and uh, or what's his name, um, Andre and and Marie, when they were talking about them being in the top 10 or even Andre moving up to number one, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to get all kinds of we're going to get all kinds of boost because of the uh, with, didn't they say even like say something about the NAACP. And it's like, whoa, you know, it's like they're they're shooting for that because this whole thing is based on on the megalomaniacs of, of like social media and and politics. Right. Um you know, the whole thing is like, you know, well, you're not going to be on that top 10 list unless you got a lot of hits on YouTube, you know, and eventually as they get older, you start to see the politics come into play. So all of this is it's it is it's political agenda based on I mean, because you've got the next generation of people, just like when when all the kids that were like protesting Vietnam, right, they were they were there. And then then they grew up. Now they're running the world. And then, you know, so on and so on and so on. Everybody's got to have something that they're going to have to focus on. To, to try to make their their generation seem like, you know, it's the greatest generation ever. So you're always going to have good guys. You're always going to have bad guys. Um, and, and if they're not there, if everybody's accepted, they're going to make something up. They're going to find something, you know? It, it's just sadly the way of the world. Yeah. I think would have been better, like, character-wise for me is because she likes to, you can tell, like, she obviously likes to be more a woman and, than a man. And, you know, you could tell throughout the episodes. It would have been more character development. Maybe me, that's why I'm not a writer, but I think some of those writers that went on strike suck anyway, so they should have stayed on strike. But that's just my opinion. Um, if she was, if she stayed a man, because that's what they wanted to see, but her, she's fighting, she's, he, they are fighting to be a woman, but they, she can't show them that she is a woman. So she's being high rank number one or number two is being a man, but she's fighting it for everyone to know who she really wants to be, which is a woman. I'd have been cool with that. And if and they did it that way. We don't we want to fail to mention the fact that um that per person was born male, right? So then that's what the father and the, yeah. I don't know about the mother if she's just, you know, like mm -hmm. going along with what the dad says, but that's what the father's like, <laughs> yeah. Uh and in grade school he had this little girl that, you know, he got caught kissing and you know it, it's 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 funny you know it's it's just funny how it goes but 
Um, yeah, it, it's it's. I'm not sure if. Do you feel like Jordan wants to be known more as a, a, a female? I, I I think they're really just like on the verge of being like okay with both. It doesn't matter, you know. I, in my opinion, from what I, the argument with the dad, like you know, for her, she felt more freedom sitting there as a woman than a man. Right. I think yeah, it's it's like a classic case of um, pushback and mm-hmm. um, what's the word? Um, yeah, that one where the kids rebel. Yeah, what is it called when they rebel? Mm-hmm. Yes, rebellion. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought that that was probably the most interesting character. All the other characters, I was kind of like, man, I, I thought, is Cricket's name Cricket? Is that her code name, Lil Cricket? Yeah, Lil, Lil Cricket. That's her code name. She's actually Emma, Emma Meyer in the show. Okay, I'll call her Lil Cricket. And this is my homeboy, Lil Cricket. Lil Cricket. <laughs> so... I thought she was an interesting character. I thought she mm-hmm. actually kind of carried Marie as far as the acting went because I felt like mm-hmm. Marie was just she's kind of like Ray Skywalker to me in that she was destined to be the like the person who saves everybody and from the very first scene she's positioned to be this person that you have to like. But you kind of like Joe was saying, like, but you don't really, Mm-mm. you're not compelled to like her. Even when mm-hmm. she told that BS story about, oh, well, you did me dirty. Well, you know what? Yeah. It's There's no comparison. Like, mm-hmm. what you did, you did for a variety of reasons mm-hmm. that had nothing to do with what they did. You looked in that camera and you said, I want to meet my sister. You looked in that camera and you said, I want to be near the top in the top 10 ranking. It wasn't because you thought to yourself, oh, they left me in the bar. They were going to let me be expelled because they didn't even know she was going to be expelled. Yeah. So I couldn't really like her and maybe you're supposed Mm -hmm. to like her later. But normally when I dislike a character, like, oh, what's that one show? Ahsoka with Sabine. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like you just, you never recover. You never Mm -hmm. recover from that. I felt like, uh the the what's it called jordan lee is that the name of the character yeah i felt myself rooting for jordan lee to get the recognition do you see what i'm saying like even though i say it's like an agenda kind of thing (laughs) i found like i was rooting for her to get more wins you know because she didn't she wasn't really like i felt like she didn't bother me as much you know what i mean it felt like she was she didn't bug me dude like Bloody Mary was just crying all the time, dude. And it's just like, feel sorry for me. You know what I mean? It's it's like, I felt like when you watch in Star Wars, you felt, you know how Ray was just locked up and then all of a sudden she's able to use the force and you're like, really, dude? Like that. You're just going to have it handed to you. To your point, Alan, you just got handed to you like you just use the force. And I felt like, you know, Jordan Lee was working up. She was like number two for her merit. And then gets, I think she gets dropped down to like six or something like that, dude, just because of who she is. And this one gets shot up to number, I think she got shot up to what, four or something like that. She's and I, and, and to your point, Alan, I felt like Emma was like, I wanted to see her more. I didn't care too much for the Bloody Mary. I thought Emma, like, even though the way she does her powers 
you know, she has to throw up. And the more she throws up, the smaller she gets, you know, and um, the what she's going through, I felt like, because, you know, like, granted, she killed her parents and her sister doesn't want to have anything to do with her. But that happened, like, in the past where the dramas that these two, Jordan Lee and Emma's doing is, like, right then and there. Like, you're a part of all the drama that's going on. Where I think Bloody Mary, like, what is she going through? She's, like, what, getting kicked out of school? That's going to be her next, you know, feel sorry for me moment kind of thing? Yeah, uh, but remember, just, if she gets kicked out of school, you know, she she's aged out of the system. So she doesn't get to go back to the orphanage she goes either to jail or some kind of institution so yeah she's scared i mean it's a really tragic backstory and and i could understand all of her apprehensions you know she's like one mistake she's out you know and like she was she was freaking out because she's at the club and she she saved that person's life that was pretty cool that they were they did show that she was able to take the blood put it back in the person and and you know i don't know, somehow seal the wound so you know it's not just a power that's just going to be for for um pain and misery right and she's got to realize that she can use other people's blood she doesn't necessarily have to cut herself every time but this mm -hmm. is it's pretty interesting too with this show because it it shows you all the self-harm uh that that kids will go through like cutting the cutting was such a big thing for such a long time right and and bulimia you know because she has to throw up and it's like well that's how my power works and it's funny because they get in that argument like like well i do it just to use my powers well same thing with me it's like they, they're both looking at each other like like they're harming themselves, but it's like they both justify it because that's how their power works. Oh man! And then we went when we met Little Cricket's mom. Ooh man, that woman was terrible. She was terrible. Mm -hmm. She was like manipulating her daughter from day one, you know. But that's the whole thing about these about this boys and Gen V is the parents make a deal with this corporation to inject their babies with this substance to make them super right. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it can kill them, you know. And oh man, these parents like what? You know, it's like they just want the fame and fortune, and so so they do this to their children. That's like it's ridiculous, you know, bro. That's what parents are doing with R. Kelly. Hey, meet my fifteen-year-old daughter. Oh, too true, too true. Oh yeah. man, yeah. Not this you know what I mean? And then the cutting and the the throwing up. Are they really addressing it in this day and age? I mean, social media can change the way things. I can glorify something like that. So you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. they can do it. They got superpowers. It's just, I don't know. I've, like I was telling Dukes, it'd be dope if she has some type of weapons or she could fight and then she would use their blood and use, you know what I mean? Her cutting yourself to, to your point, Alpha, is like, I'm tired of her seeing her with a little pocket knife. Let me cut my hand. You're going to do that every time you get ready to fight somebody or they're going to make you a uniform that tap into your blood and you're able to spit it out like pie. Was it Pylon or Py Pyro with um, X-Men? How he had that suit that helped him harness the fire and he can, like a flamethrower or something like that. Are they going to do yeah. that with her? Walk around with a tank of blood and she can, you know, spurt it out. It's like, dude, come on, man. They need to teach her some jump spinning hook kicks, bust people's nose or lips open. It's like, boom, there you go. You got all the power you need. And besides, if she keeps cutting herself and using her own blood, right. it's weakening her. Man, you can only lose so much blood and still be able to walk around without eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or, you know, a glass of orange juice. I did think at some point she would have to bleed out. Like it just it just makes sense. There's only so much blood in the human body. However, as Alfonso's talking, I did notice one thing about this character, which maybe they can get into later, 
if she can control the blood in other people's body, she becomes OP in a way like uh, Sue Storm. Because people say like, oh, well, Sue Storm can put a force field in your windpipe and then you just suffocate. Or Sue Storm can make an invisible bubble blow up in your head and then your head explodes. So if she can control someone else's blood, then she could make the blood just like explode in their heart or something like that. I don't know if they're going to go that route, but this power seems kind of like why didn't they think that through because if they don't do that then it's going to be like a why didn't they do that well why does the blood have to be on the outside for her to control it too right it's the same thing and like and she's walking around a college right i'm sure somebody out there's on a period or something you know somebody got a paper cut so she has access to all the blood she needs right or she's gonna she's gonna run around with like a like a, a bandolero of like O negative, right? Just off. And wait, do different blood types do different things, <laughs> right? I mean, these are all, honestly, these are all good questions if you think about it. It's like the sort of thing where they came up with a character and it had these powers, but when you start thinking it through, it's like, do different blood types have different powers? And like Joe said, I remember when Pyro got his suit, I was like, wow, this guy doesn't suck anymore because Pyro sucked for years. And then he got that suit and I was like, whoa, this guy's kind of cool now. But she's got to have, because she can't keep cutting herself all the time. She's got to have some sort of suit where there's a packet of blood and she uses it. And it's a dumb power too, if you think about it, in that I use my blood to hit and pull things. What? <laughs> But, you know, this could also yeah. be, with the way her power set is, this could be setting her up to be a big bad. You know what I mean? Why not? You know, she's a star to show. You know, she's doing all the good. Like, like Anakin Skywalker, all of a sudden, you, you're drunk with power, right? It's like, hey, mm -hmm. I can just take care of what I want. My sister don't want to talk to me. I'm going to show you what kind of jerk I could be, right? Why not? But the cool power is actually Jordan Lee switching from back and forth. Like, because, dude, no cap, dude. I had to, like... Google her powers because I'm like, wait, he's fighting a fire person, but he's not getting hurt and he's doing beams. What kind of power does this guy have? And he keeps switching back and forth. I, I think that's pretty cool. I like how they did that. It took me a moment to catch on to like, you know, the he was invulnerable when he was a he. And mm -hmm. when they were a she, she had like the projectile powers mm -hmm. or the projection powers. And they kept switching back and forth. I was like, this is really cool. I don't know if it's the best power, because I'm a fan <laughs> of my boy Polarity more so than definitely not Bloody Marie. Uh, but, and who else? Oh, and Cricket's powers, Lil Cricket. Unfortunately, her powers are just prohibitive. <laughs> well, one question, though. She said when she was shrunk down that she was fighting ants. So if she's able to maintain her strength, that small that could be a big thing for her because if she's that small and she's fighting ants there's no way she's strong enough to keep up with him right what sucks about the whole thing hold on before you fight let me throw up <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's par the course for the boys though it's like they take powers but then they have a negative with them as well uh, so that didn't i mean yeah it sucks and it's not something i want to see but i was like eh, 
eh, you know, I'll take it. It's it's par for the boys. Let me ask you, Alfonso, who had the best power so far? Hmm. Man, that's tough. Um, Got to pick one. Not yeah, one. yeah. So, okay, do you guys even know what Andre's power is? Because you see, I was thinking it was some kind of like uh, telekinesis or psychokinesis. He has he has magnetic manipulations, so he's he's basically Magneto, right? That's why he was able to open up the crotch of his dad's statue <laughs> to find the thing. So I was like, oh, okay. At first, I didn't even realize that. Like like same with Jordan Lee. It's like, well, I thought every time he got or they got hurt that they would you know transition. But because, you know, when Clancy Brown came out and just shot him in the chest, <laughs> you're quick because Jordan had to change into the man just to live. And then it's like, I like that about that power. It's like, because even with great powers, you got to have, you got to have a weakness because otherwise what's the point, right? Superman, he's the most powerful wall. He has kryptonite, right? So Jordan has the ability to shoot um, some kind of, you know, energy weapon, but at that moment is vulnerable, Right. So you, it's got to be, they got to be quick, changing back and forth, or they're going to get hurt. And I think ultimately that's going to come down to something there, man. As far as the best power goes, I mean, you know, you got Sam, the crazy kid who's in the thing. He's, he's, um, you know, he's, he's super strong and invulnerable. I mean, you can't really go wrong with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I would say that would be the best power there. I think polarity because I, I I'm always a fan of magnetism. Like I think Magneto's yeah. dope. He's like one of my favorite villains. I'd have to go with that. You know, instead of calling it Polaris, we're going to call him um, polarity. I didn't catch that, but yeah, they did that, didn't they? I think Sam also has some form of telepathy because Golden Boy was having hallucinations that Sam was calling out to him and Sam was telling him he's in the woods. So I thought that there was a form of telepathy going on there, but golden boy thought he was just going crazy, but they did show golden boy in a, like a flashback where he was actually visiting him. So he knew about the woods. He, you know, cause he, no, he was visiting. No, that was a, that was a clinic because they were saying that he was um, schizophrenia. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. It's like uh, Jordan Lee also has that. I mean, basically Legion. You know, Legion had so many different personalities with so many different uh, powers, and some of those personalities were feminine. So he had the ability to project telepathically, so you are telepathic telepathically, so you'd see them as a woman. So, whew, man. So if you're keeping track, I believe this is Alfonso's first attempt to try to make this an X Men conversation. No, I, I mentioned Magneto, and I mentioned. Okay. Uh, <laughs> wait, who else did I mention? Uh, there was somebody else. <laughs> I mentioned Rogue. Rogue, you Joe mentioned gloves. Rogue. And Polaris. Polaris, dang, Joe's Joe's like tied with me right now. Wow, oh, man. So I believe if <laughs> if you're taking shots, ladies, gentlemen, and knights, you should be about eight shots in so far. <laughs> so hopefully you can keep up with this after this. Joe did say lazy writing. Duke hasn't said lazy writing. He just said I agree. Okay, here's my lazy writing moment, and Alfonso was talking about it, which is they had to create a reason why you would feel sorry for her if she got kicked out of school. So they had this 30-second exposition where they're like, oh, you have aged out. 
And therefore, if you do not get into this college, then you are going to be forced to live in a mental institution or live on the streets. And then we're all supposed to feel sorry for, her. you know, it's like, that's yeah. just lazy writing. And, and then let's just make them all coked up. And then, yeah, you left me there. Well, everyone's coked up, bro. Like, I don't know. I've never been coked up, but I'm sure if you're coked up and you panic, you, your first instinct is to get the hell out of there. So how are you going to blame them when they're coked up out of their mind? And like, we got to get out of here, dude. And you're standing there because you're coked out. And you don't know what to do. And then get mad at somebody because they left you. No, you should have followed us. You're the one that looked down and stopped and said, mm, maybe I could do something because you chose to be a hero. It's not that we left, left you there. You chose to stay there and be a hero yourself. And it backfired because even you were like this. Nah, I'm not about that life. I'm just trying to be humble. And then little crickety crick was like, yo, man, this is going to shoot you up. And then it gassed you up. And then you went into the office going, yeah, I'm about to be top 10, baby. And then homeboy was like, yo, let me tell you a little story about the do-gooder and how it doesn't, it doesn't help you out in this situation. Yeah, you gone, baby girl. You gone. So the moral of this story and the entire moral of Gen V is when your friends try to get you to go out to parties, just stay home. Just stay home. Dude, what about Little Cricket when she when she met Sam and she's like, he goes, what's my favorite movie? And she goes, well, you're white. So it's either American Psycho, Godfather, or what was the third movie? I, but it was so spot on. So American History X? <laughs> no. I think that might have been it. It sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That, that, that writing was really good. Like there, it's weird because I liked her character. I liked her writing. But it feels like Bloody Marie is just written by someone else. <laughs> well, I guess that just gives them all different personalities. Like, why, why not? Because everybody thinks differently, right? Have different writers write different people. I, I don't <laughs> yeah, since the writer strike is over, they need to put as many writers to work as possible. So they're like, you write this character, you write this character, you write this character. Yeah, not, nothing about Bloody Mary makes me say, oh, I can't wait to see her progression in the next episode. And, you know what I mean? And for the record, that's not necessarily her code name. That was just one that Andre threw out. <laughs> she kind of scoffed at, but I, I do like it. It fits. I mean, what what can they call her? Her power is so... <laughs> Coagula? I like off, that and it's not like they can be like, oh, she's hemoglobin. You know? <laughs> Bloody Marie is probably the best thing they have. <laughs> Call yeah, it be positive. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be positive. That would be like a character specifically targeted to the hood. It's me. <laughs> be positive. <laughs> it's like it's funny because I found out that it took me forever to figure out what my blood type was. And uh I, I finally found out that it was be positive. And I was telling my wife, I go, you know how I remember that? It's because God looked at me and said, your life is going to be pretty crappy. So we're going to remind you to be positive. <laughs> Maybe you're the next Bloody Marie. Who knows? Dude, I'm a bloodbender from way back. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see here. So overall, you know, the progression of the story and everything Joe says about it's like a CW show. It's true. 
uh, with blood. And I have to say, and there's there's no way to say this without not saying it. Could you give us a break, boys TV shows, on the Wang humor? Like, stop already. You know, we don't, we just, we don't want it. No wants it. Just stop. Dude, did you see in the institution when, when that, that one even knocked on the window? <laughs> because it was that one guy from Boys? Yeah. They didn't show the whole body, but they're like, tap, tap, tap. <laughs> yeah, it's, I know they go for the gross out factor, and I, I'll just speak for my own personally, not grossed out by it, but I don't want to see others that are in appendage or appear to be larger than they appear in rearview mirror i don't want to see any of that i don't want to see them explode none of that. i don't want to see people run inside them like like a disneyland ride running through magic mountainers i don't want to see any of that no space mountain no matterhorn i don't want to see none of that just stop it in the fight in the fight, Patrick Schwarzenegger actually got punched right there. I mean, it wasn't like even in the in the in the groin. It was, yeah, it was a good left hook, right hook, right hook. <laughs> it's, it's out of control. Oh, you're, yeah. you're right. Just one too many, or actually five too many. It's just it's enough. Please, we understand. We get the point. <laughs> yeah, find a new way to gross us out. Yeah. Overall, I feel like the way that the show progressed, though, I enjoyed the show. I really liked the show, but it felt very Scooby-Doo. You know, where it's like you got these kids and there's a mystery and they're trying to solve the mystery. And then there's like this, there's like this one bad guy who's like controlling everything. It just felt like, especially that last episode, it felt like a Scooby-Doo mystery. Well, those CW shows, the, the WB shows, that's all they were. It's just they were all Scooby mysteries. It all started with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. They even made a joke about how they were Scoobies. And since then, they're like, ooh, that's the formula that works for teens, for, for older teens. Let's Scooby-Doo everything. Um, even in, what was the movie? Oh, in The Flash. That's, was it The Flash where he said, let's Scooby-Doo this shit? That was Multiverse of Madness. That's what I meant. No, you know what? It was Multiverse of Madness and mm-hmm. it was The Flash. Right? Ro-o-raggy. And I'm a fan of Scooby-Doo, by the way. I got like somewhere there's probably a lot of Scooby-Doo stuff going on in this room. So I'm not saying I'm not a fan of Scooby-Doo. I like Scooby-Doo Mysteries, Scooby-Doo Where Are You, uh, Scooby-Doo Movies. But... I don't need you trying to put a new veil over Scooby-Doo and be like, these are superhero Scooby-Dooby-Doos. Just just give me something different. You know, it's like if you're trying to appeal to the younger folks, to them younger cats, give them the benefit of the doubt that they're going to be intelligent enough to see something original and run with it. What's on your mind, Joe? What are you thinking about? I can see the wheels are turning. I was just thinking, like, how did homeboy get that phone in that statue and make it look like no one ever cracked it open? Because he he heated up the metal, melted it, put it in there, and then put it back, fast cooled it. That would not work. 
No, bro. <laughs> it would melt the phone. That's no, dude, no. <laughs> and here's a question I was asking, and maybe I'm wrong. How come we never heard of Polarity before? Like Polarity One, his dad? Oh, because he's not quite up. I mean, not everybody's in the seven. They have a lot of superheroes that, you know, that are gonna work like uh Sheboygan, you know, uh Pittsburgh. They're gonna they're gonna be, you know, somebody over in Boise, Idaho, you know. They're not necessarily part of the seven because they, you know, they're just running that little area there. So, you know, polarity is probably big time in like, I don't know, um, Boston. Nah, Steve Alfonso, I hear what you're trying to do, but I feel like they tried to make a big deal about him. Like, oh, it's polarity. Like he was at like charity events and stuff. <laughs> and he was like, oh, you're going to be Polaris too, the sequel. Like. <laughs> Polaris apparently has this big important name, yeah. but the first time we hear about him is on this show, and you're just supposed to build him up. Like, here's my thing, right? And I'm going to go back to Dave Filoni because I may be swinging on one of his appendages today. He sets it up so when you get to another show, you're like, oh, they introduced this five episodes or even five seasons ago, even though. Like, it may be just one episode, like that episode with the temple, where whenever so I don't agree with something in Star Wars, Joe goes, the temple. It was in the temple. Shut up. So, they could have done that. They could have introduced Polarity Season 2, Season 3, just so you're aware of who he was. When does, doesn't I think this takes place... When does it take place? Does it take place after... Everything went down. Yeah, because Maeve because is already gone. Supposedly, Soldier Boy is supposed to be in it. Yeah, Starlight's already gone. Maeve is already yeah. gone. So they're they're in. It's a sequential order right now. So it, this is going on in the now while the Seven needs more people. And I think the whole thing with Polarity is the fact that he was the most famous person to graduate from that school. Doesn't mean he's necessarily the most famous out there, but the most famous from that school. Mm, no. I mean, you might be right. But not to I mention, just think, bro. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, based on his age, that doesn't make any sense because he's yeah. the same age as the rest of the seven. Yeah. And, and, okay, look, dude. You're going to hide your phone, kill the Dean, and then kill yourself? Your boy's going to be like this don't do it, man. Don't do it. And he's going to be going back. He's going to fly down to him and say, you're right, man. I love you. Let me go kill myself. I'm like, the whole point is you to find your brother. Like, that's like, you know what I mean? Find your brother, bro. But you're going to be like, ah, you know, like, hey, Scooby-Doo fam. Hey, why don't you go find my brother? You know, like, I don't need to do it. Don't I'm just going to kill myself. You know, and he's supposed to be like the next hot thing, you know, like the ne already a part of the member seven. You know what I mean? I don't know. Would be the member eight? I, I don't know, dude. But, uh, no, because yeah. they're down a lot of members. Man. Yeah. Um, they're like fine right now. Yeah. No Maeve, no Starlight. Mm. No Noir. Oh, yeah. Noir's gone. Yeah. Golden Boy. Why was that his name? Because <laughs> he was on fire. I don't know. The thing about this show, you know what? You guys you guys keep saying what it reminds you of WB and stuff. You know what it really reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, Hunger Games. CW. <laughs> CW's the Hunger Games. <laughs> Why does it remind no, you of Hunger WB. Games? I, I don't get that. 
catching fire. I don't know. No, it, it's just, you know, you got all these teens that are out to kill kill each other. You know what I mean? You got a bunch of kids that are trying to kill each other. So I, I don't know. It just, it, to me, it came in the same vein of that. And I, I'm surprised, like, when Joe said the WB stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah, it does. I, I didn't even think that because for some reason I was feeling like Hunger Games with a superhero vibe. You know what I mean? Just kind of. Kinda. Everybody's out to be number one, right? There's rankings. I could see that. I could definitely see that. You know, overall, I like this show, but I have to say that Joe made me reconsider the show <laughs> by pointing out all the, the agenda didn't bother me. It was really just the lazy writing and the, it, it's like they were very cookie cutter characters. <laughs> it's like, let's take these cookie cutter characters and then give them superpowers and go from there. And like Joe said that Bloody Marie cried too much. I felt like after Joe said it, I was like PTSD, right? Okay. So, but then I was like, but yeah, she did cry like five times in like the first episode. It's like, but stop. Like at some point, that's not how we're going to feel empathy for you. It's just, hey, here's another reason for her to cry. So we're going to feel bad for her. Uh, I felt a lot more empathy for the trans character because your dad's a jerk. You can't get ahead because you can't be who you want to be. And your mentor just got blazed up. And then you try to save the world and some Bloody Marie chick comes along and just straight gaffles you. To Joe's point, that's the most interesting character. You know, so it's interesting that they try to create this cookie cutter formula. But they have very interesting characters around that very generic character. Because Lil Cricket's awesome. Polarity's awesome. I could take Rogue Jean Grey and just completely get rid of her she is so boring like they probably like in in the script it probably said the girlfriend like they didn't give her a name until like they were actually on the set ready to start filming they just said the girlfriend and they were like well, what are your powers she's like i get to pick my own powers they're like yeah we don't care which powers are make them whatever you want then she's like well i watched x-men one time and uh they're like no no that's copyrighted She's like, oh, but I like Jean Grey too. Okay, boom, there you go. That's powers. Like, she's boring, but the other characters are like very compelling and I like them, which is why I like the show. I don't like the show for Bloody Marie. I like the show for everyone else. Well, what about where the one guy's like, <laughs> she's like, what's so funny? He goes, I, I just said that he had to kill himself to get away from you. <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> and she punished him good. Dude, here's the here's another thing, dude. Okay. You get kicked out of the school, right? You're running up there. You see homeboy gets burned. And he's like, don't say anything. You don't think you're going to tell him like, hey, go to boy, check this out, bro. He blamed me for this. He was going to kick me out. We good, bro. We good. I didn't see crap. But no, you're going to say, I don't see anything. And then you run away. Nah, my dude. I'd be like this. Hey, look, dude. I could care less about this fool. He just kicked me out. I was on my way to come back and yell his ass, bro. Because you know that other night, he blamed me for everything. We good, homie. Thank you. Do you need help getting rid of the ashes? It's come on, man. 
I actually thought that too. I was like, she should be like, good job. If there's any blood, I'll clean it up. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. He's like, hey, I'll close the door. I'll go to the janitorial. I'll grab some dustpan and I'll grab a broom. And we could just sweep up these ashes like nothing ever happened. No, he wasn't going anywhere because he was in the nude. She would have to go get that stuff. <laughs> you know, I, I, that's I, what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I feel like on that campus, people walking around nude, no one cares. Right. Especially yeah. him because they're so used to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, pretty much overall, I'm in that 82% that finds mm. the show compelling. Episodes one, two, and three are already out now. I watched all three. In one sitting, like I, I hate binge watching shows. Nice. And I watched all three in like one sitting. Yeah. So I read and the next episode. Watch it. Next episode comes out October sixth. Friday. Friday? Saturday. Yeah, Saturday or oh, Friday? Friday. Friday. Because um, Loki comes out Thursday. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be that good. Really? I. Mm-mm. It's going to be hit. Or, I don't know. I don't think so. I feel I like I think the first season first season going to be better, bro. Watch. I didn't I didn't care for the first season. Hmm. Yeah. First season was you could have taken episode 1 and 2 which established the plot. 3 4 5 6 7 was just all filler. And then 8 is what you wanted to get to. Everything else in between was just oh, I'm running around, yeah, I'm going here, going there, look at me traveling through time. Now mm-hmm. I'm stuck in this zone where there's like multiple things, which we never actually covered later, which we should have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, gentlemen, any final thoughts on Gen V? I got nothing. I'm ha- I'm I'm excited. <laughs> I'm loving it. So that's that's about it. Um, for me, I'm still gonna watch it. But I'm still gonna be critiquing like a like crazy. But <laughs> I will watch it though. Like I didn't watch. I, I like like Alan. I I binge watched the first three nonstop. A few issues that I had with it, but it I do want to see the next episode and see what they're gonna do. And this concludes this episode of the Nerd World Order broadcast. So until next time, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, I am NWO. We are NWO. Nerds. Redefine. Booyah!